Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, January 4th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but my throat just started swelling up in like the last hour. Oh, God. Feels like I've taken some hard punches right to the glands there. I don't know if this Are is you getting sick. Or... reaction to something? What's Feels going like, on I don't there? know. I have no idea what's going on, but oh, I'm not. Oh, God. Ugh. Huh. Okay. Cut this short here. Yeah. If you're okay with that. Yeah. I'm not even going to tell you what's coming up. Should we nope. launch into it? Out of context it. clip. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't have your etymology music ready. That's okay. Do you uh, want to give us an etymology? I anyways? do anyway. Okay. I, well, no, actually, without the intro, I just can't do it. No, you know, we're, never mind. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Lynette asked us to look into the term mums the word. And okay. I was like, interesting. And I didn't actually even remember exactly what that meant. So, Is it like when you're supposed to keep something quiet? Yes. It's like you say, can you keep this a secret? And I say, mum's the word. That's it. So I touch my lips like that. Her <laughs> birthday is a surprise, so mum's the word. And yes, you, as I did that, I also touched my mouth like that. You have to, apparently. Um, so this actually has nothing to do with moms at all. It doesn't have, which I kind of assumed as well. I was like, oh, well, it's probably to do with, you know, a mom and the fact that a mom can keep a secret because... That's what, not that that's what moms See do. See how you can arrive there, yeah. Right, uh, but no, mum simply refers to the humming sound you make when you have a closed mouth. So, mm, mum, that's what they think. So when you're not speaking, essentially, you're going to be mm-ing instead. So if someone asks you about this secret they're supposed to keep, you just mm. go, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Mm. Uh, <laughs> and hilariously, I guess you can say it that way as well. And it used to be written out that way. So, hmm's the word. And mm-hmm's the word the has word. also been ways of saying it, which I'm like, <laughs> I much prefer that. Why didn't we stick with that? Just mm-hmm's the word. <laughs> Now, oh, it's the surprise part. Mm's the word. Mm. <laughs> what do you know about this surprise party? Mm. <laughs> Would love to say, but I can't. <laughs> My lips are closed. I'm going to do that every time I have a secret. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw a video today where this dude was uh, interviewing Kevin O'Leary. You know Kevin O'Leary? Oh, yeah. Canadian businessman. Dragon's Den dude? Yeah. And they're talking about watches and the value of watches and how much someone should spend on a watch and which brands are good. I have the clip here for you, I think. I did a video. Because apparently apparently Kevin had espoused support for the brand Grand Seiko. And a bunch of people in the watch community didn't like that. So I did a video asking you before about what is the best $1,000 watch you got ripped apart for saying Grand Seiko. Oh, I love Grand Seiko. Well, apparently, uh, apparently the community, some in the, in the community thought it was crazy. Well, they don't have too many at a thousand. You can get a Longines at a thousand. So you can start with an entry level brand, a fantastic brand like a Tudor or a Grand Seiko. And so I tell everybody that talks to me about watches, never borrow money to buy a watch. Buy a watch at, what, at the level you can afford. In the clip, Kevin O'Leary is wearing a watch on each wrist. Oh my God. A super expensive watch on each Holy wrist. Holy hell. That's one thing I've never gotten into 
is or cared about is expensive watches. And some people are huge into them, right? My boyfriend's a big watch guy. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. used to have quite a collection. He's kind of narrowed it down now, but he's got some expensive watches. Does he? I have some buddies too that have very expensive watches. And I'm, mm. not, I'm not judging anybody who's into that, right? But no. just, it's never been for me. If no I spend me. a lot of money on something, it has to have like increased functionality or durability. Fair. You know, whereas I think a watch, I mean, yeah, there are better quality watches, but they. It's a status symbol, right? Is what it is, right? Yeah. That you spend ten thousand dollars on your watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but listening to these guys, I was like, "Holy crap! There are watch snobs out there." Oh yeah, because like a thousand dollar watch, someone would ever. look down their nose at that. Yeah. Like that's that's an expensive watch in oh, my book. Yeah, watch snobs, Shauna. Mm-hmm. They exist. Oh, a watch is what you wear. This is a timepiece. Okay, hilarious. I had the exact same thing. That's amazing. I'll check my timepiece for you. It's actually a historical timepiece. This is neither a watch nor a timepiece. This is a certified chronometer. It's accurate to a degree sufficient for many nautical applications. That thing attached to your wrist is not a smart watch. It's a fitness tracker. It does not deserve the title of the revered watch. Yes, well, if the watch wasn't assembled by a 10th generation master craftsman in Switzerland and cost as much as a car, it will never touch this wrist. (laughs) No, this is an inherited investment in the story of my ancestral past, present, and future. It's so much more than a whole. I follow Fernie Ski Resort on uh, social media, and they're having a name that snow cat contest right now. Oh. Which is kind of cool. I guess they got a couple new snow cats, so they're excited to name them and they want them to have clever names, which is very nice. So they're opening it up to the people. Kind of like places have done with. Ships or snow plows. Totally. Or, like, yeah. yeah, we have our snow plows named. I think right? so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And every time we do this, I was like, well, you and I can hopefully help with this. Come up with some puns for some snow cats. I have to tell you, I'm fairly disappointed in my performance on this one. I've got to be honest. This one seems harder than some of the other ones we've done. Like the plows for plows, plows just ripe for puns, it seems. Whereas this is a little bit tougher. I wasn't sure if I'd go with like cat puns or snow puns I know. or ones that do both. Yeah. So most of mine I'm not thrilled with except for my last one that I'll okay. share with you. I have one really good one that I'm pumped about. Okay, cool. Okay, so the first thing I thought of was like Cat Stevens or to name the, the cat Yusuf Islam because yeah. only some people would get that. And that's, I think that's pretty really, funny. Yeah. This is our snow cat, Yusuf I Islam. I did come across that one as well. <laughs> Along the same line, I was like, Cat Sajak or Cat Sajak as Snow well. Cat Sajak, you know, yep. you could toss that in the middle. Uh, I had Cat Barry after our music director, Matt Barry. Yep. Marshmallow Snow, which is a big stretch. Uh, big stretch. Yeah, then with some of the snow related ones, I had Potter Day. Oh, that's not or bad. Meowder Day. Yep. Cleocatra, I had as well. Okay. Which is, you know, okay. But uh, Snow Hemoth. I don't mind Snow Hemoth. That one, just because it's such a big machine, so mm-hmm. it kind of worked in that way as well. But again, like, not thrilled with that. I have a couple music-related ones. Yeah. Uh, for Groom the Bell Tolls. Oh, that's good. And I also had Fleetwood Mac's Groomers. That's 
That That's, one's okay. Yeah, a little wordy, but good. Uh, and then I had Felix the Snow Cat. I mean, or Woody Woodpowder, if you wanted to go with powder in there instead of Woody Woodpecker. But those are stretches. Surprisingly too. tough, this one. It was, yeah. Uh, my, be- my best one, though, the one that I'm most proud of. Yeah. Um, cat pissed. But pissed oh. is spelt the French way, P-I-S-T-E, T-E. which is a groomed run. That is, that's what the French call oh, damn, that's a groomed a run. run. So cat pissed. Wow. <laughs> the best one I could come up with doesn't rival that at all. It's Snowby Wan Cat Noby. So There's kinda, a lot going on but there. But it's a lot going on. It really is. No, cat pissed. That is it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were out for dinner the other night. Uh, and I know I've mentioned this a couple times on the show. We don't go out for dinner very often. It's a pretty big deal for us. It's fair. Yeah, it's expensive. It's it's, it's for a whole family. It's crazy yeah. expensive. I just can't justify it. This is how infrequently we go out for dinner. When we were finished our meal and got up to leave, Bo was like, so do we just leave the dishes or what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Yes. Oh, it's been a while since we've been in a restaurant. Hey, the boy doesn't know That's what really to funny. do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we were at Eastside Mario's, and I have this running joke where I refer to places like Olive Garden and Eastside Mario's and the old spaghetti factory, the Spag, mm-hmm. as authentic Italian. And I try to say it within earshot of any Italian friends that I might have. Yeah. Because they just go squirrely. Like they can't even help themselves. That's such a dad joke, by the way. My dad does the exact does same he? thing. Oh yeah. With any of those like chain restaurants when you go you're like he'll he'll make the joke. Oh yeah, if there's the authentic Italian. You're like, okay, come on. <laughs> Italians, even if they know you're joking, they can't help they can't help themselves. It's true. There's like there's something inside and they just have to say something. Yeah. They have just to make sure, you know, they're like, you're probably joking, but just, just, so to, you know. just to make sure. Why isn't it authentic Italian? I'm guessing those chains were started by an Italian person. Does At that some not make point, it yes. Go back far enough? Again, chain restaurants, though, you know, it's, it's not authentic anymore. It's like, point. oh, hey, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> there are things like that, I think, for, for many people, though. Like, I have things that if you say to me, even if I think you're joking. Yeah. I, I just have to, I have to say something. Yeah. Is there anything like that for you, Shauna? Uh, there's a couple, um, saying like anything about Toronto, every single time uh, I, I ever bring up, I'm from Ontario. <laughs> it's always, Oh, on terrible or Toronto sucks. Or I actually have stopped telling people that I'm from there because I always get that response. And every time you do, I'm just like, okay. Like, don't get me wrong. I love being here and I don't want to move one. back there, but it's one of those that you're just like, uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I know it's on terrible. Yeah. It's the same jokes. I get it. When I was younger, uh, when I was a teenager, it was when people would say Travis Barker is the best drummer. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, get a little twitch going. Mm -hmm. Travis Barker is a a decent drummer. Yeah. He's not the best. Fair. He's a great brand. Yeah. Is what he is. He's an above average drummer. Yes. He's a stronger brand. He is not the best. Yeah. Now I'm just like, okay. Cool. I'm glad you like them. It's funny because growing up, I remember uh, for a while when it came to snowboarding, everybody would always talk about Burton and Burton being the best brand. Mm-hmm. And for a while it was like, no, there's there's other brands that are, it would just like <laughs> irk me because it would be people who wouldn't really know anything else. and be like, no, right. it's, everything's Burton. It's got to be Burton. It's when you know a lot about something yeah. and someone's talking like they know. And then you feel like you have to chime in because you're like, this is my thing. Yeah. But it's funny because it's shifted back now. And now like I own a bunch of Burton stuff and they are... They arguably are the best brand, right? So I'm just like, meh. But as a kid, there was a there was a phase there where you're like, no, no, there's other brands that are better. Matt Berry texted and said when people when people are listening to a really popular song by like the Beatles or he'll be like, who's this by? Yeah. 
Just, just a really, just that's a, a great way of, oh yeah. Um, it's really to do with snobbery, as you said. For like sure. Knowing a lot about something and if you, yeah, you know somebody who's particularly well versed, just do it to them, push their buttons a little bit. In more recent years, and I've, like, one that would bother me a lot would be when people would say, oh, radio is a dead medium. Mm. I'm like, oh, really? It's like, what are you basing that on? Because, like. We have data. We do. You know, we have data that, that shows 85% of Canadians listen to the radio throughout the week and the average person listens for six hours. Or we have numbers to support this. Yeah. You know, and I'd be like, well, even, even right now, there are probably tens of thousands of people hearing what we're saying and money keeps getting deposited into my bank account. Yes. So it's like, is, does that seem dead? I know. But now I just kind of let it go. And I'm like, okay, well, if I mean, if you don't like it, that's fine. But that's, oh, I, I don't listen to the radio. You're like, okay, cool. Right. I don't, cool. Mm. I don't like soccer. I right. would be, be foolish to say that soccer is dead. It is right? funny when people feel the need to tell you that, yeah. though. You're like, I, I work on radio. I don't listen to the radio. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> now I just let it go. What do like, you do? Ah. All right. I don't do that. I don't do that either. <laughs> Uh, and then the one that can still get me if you bring it up is when people say, why didn't the Eagles just fly the ring to Mordor? Oh, God. And people will say that. They think it's like some giant plot hole in Tolkien. They'd be like, why didn't the Eagles just fly Frodo and the ring to Mordor? I'm like, wow. well... It's always funny when we talk know. for like seven minutes about something just so you can get to a Lord of the Rings thing. I'm like, come on now. Come on. And I feel my work is done here then. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling well, pretty go. good. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I had an interesting experience on the weekend and I'm curious what you think about this. So I went to this really nice restaurant with a friend and uh, our server was really nice, but there were a couple of quick, awkward exchanges that happened kind of right when we sat down. Um, a friend at one point asked him to take a photo and he kind of snapped back and was like, just give me a second. And then immediately was just like, oh, like, sorry, I'll, I'll be right back. And then takes off and comes back. And it was just a couple little things like this that made it just, you know, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I've never really, you know, experienced something like that at this mm -hmm. restaurant. I've been there before. And then... About a couple minutes later, he comes back to our table and he says, hey, so I'm off for the night. Uh, so this amazing server is going to be taking over for me. And he's like, I forget the exact words he used, but basically like I'm kind of the rookie and this is the veteran. So like she will take great care of you. Mm -hmm. And uh, sure as heck, she was absolutely awesome and like took over for the rest of the night. But the other server we had, I kept looking and noticing he was still serving other tables around us. Oh, so he wasn't done for the so night. So he wasn't done for the night. He continued to serve everybody else, but didn't serve us anymore. Did he not think he would see that? That's... I, you're going to see him walking around the restaurant yeah. still. <laughs> but then they take over with this, this really awesome server for us, and it was the strangest thing. And I was like, do you think that this restaurant might have some sort of thing that, that where they say this? Like, essentially, if something happens, maybe a little awkward exchange or something like that, then somebody else will replace just to ensure that they continue to have a good wow. experience? Maybe. I've, I've never seen that before, and that's the only thing I could think of. And, you know, he was in and around, and he obviously tried to stay out of our you know, out of our sight, probably, but uh, obviously mm -hmm. it was evident. But on the other hand, they did. They they changed servers for us. This next server was awesome. But I was like, I wonder if that might be a thing. So with a high end restaurant like that, you wonder if their you know their reputation is so important and your experience as a guest is so is important. so important that if they think there's anything any for whatever reason you're not gelling with your server, yeah. they're just like, we'll get someone else, right? right? And as a server, I mean, you can totally pick up on that, and maybe he sure. Did. He felt the same thing we kind of did. And again, it was like nothing big at all. And I would have been happy to have him as a server and it never would have. You but know, anything that might 
but yeah. Stain your experience even in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I want, that's super fascinating. I know. I wonder. I'd like to know if they do that. Yeah. It's just a theory I had because we just kind of got chatting about it. I was like, that is the only thing that makes sense to me as to why we would have shifted servers like that. And then he kind of would continue serving the other tables and not us. Like, I love hearing about these like little things that really high-end restaurants do. Yeah. Like, I think I told you about my, my brother and my mom went to a Michelin star restaurant in Vancouver one time. I think it was in Vancouver. And uh, they had like different servers for every course of the meal, but the servers had already been briefed on who they were right. and why they were in town. And so crazy. Yeah. So like it, it's, it's more than just like, you know, when you go for, for dinner and you get a server and they bring you your food and you tip them and on you go. Right. It's yep. like, it's, no, it's there's some whole, elevation. It's, yeah. it's an experience. It, it is truly about the experience, right? When it comes down to that. So maybe this is a thing that they'll do with those restaurants. Wow. Yeah. It's <laughs> So funny. I'm just thinking like down the line, is it going to be they're going to audition for different servers? Like you have every type of server. So they'll like do the server? research and they'll be like, okay, you look like you'd vibe. <laughs> Choose your character. But honestly, like this is the laid back, you know, hippie server and you look like a hippie. So you get that one. And also, when does the restaurant decide to pull the shoot on this partnership between you and like, does the server have a little red button <laughs> in, in, his, in his apron that he can press? I just pictured abort, Austin Powers abort. and all of a sudden you just fall through the floor. That's it. <laughs> Another one. Next one comes out. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm thinking that maybe um, the the original, I mean, the next server, the second server, um, wasn't there yet, and the the rookie guy was trying to help with um, taking over some tables because they were short-staffed for the moment. And then he got frustrated because he was so busy because he had all these extra tables. And that's why he kind of snapped when Uh, Shauna asked him to take a photo. Interesting. And then, yeah, and then when the other server finally made it in for whatever reason for being late or whatever, then he went back to his own tables and she took care of her Interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a strong theory. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Inter- yeah. I mean, that makes more sense than than just them trying to elevate the experience. Although, again, when it comes to those super fancy restaurants, sometimes they do have weird things like that that they do. So they do. They yeah. do. I love that. About I mean, that. yeah, good, good, weird things. But yeah, just little little perks or, or strange little things like that. That is, yeah, some fine detective yeah. work there. Yes. Awesome. Fine Thank detective. you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great show, guys. I love listening to you. It's funny because I'm I'm assuming that the friend you were out with at this dinner uh, was another radio host in town. Yeah. Because we got some messages from people who are like, hey, another host talked about this very same story this morning. Yeah, it's so, so funny. <laughs> the same morning, exactly, too, which is absolutely hilarious. When it first happened, I was like, yeah, I got to chat about this because this seems super weird. Like, And also odd that people would have heard... You oh. talk about it, and then also her talk. Like you would have had your timing switching stations would have had to be like. I know that's amazing. Perfect. I wonder what time she heard, she talked about it. And we got several messages from people who heard both. So. Yeah, yeah, people, which is good. I mean, you're listening to us, but uh, this person said that uh, it was his wife's car. Ah, uh, yes. So it was like I was sitting in my wife's car, and I heard a similar story, and I was like, yeah, it was with her. That is really funny. It is. It's, I get in McKenna's vehicle all the time, and it's not tuned to us. I'm like, hey. Yeah. I was on the air this morning. Who were you listening to? <laughs> also, if you ever uh, use a commute auto, which is that, um, you know, the ride share thing we yep. have downtown, uh, I change every preset to 92.9. Like permanently? Permanently. Yeah. So if you get into a commute auto and you see that, it's because I was just in there, just so you all know. <laughs> what was the um, the old car sharing service? Uh, like 10 years ago here. 
Car to go. Car to go. Car to go. Yeah, they were all smart cars, right? Yeah. Those ones were great, and they were everywhere. Communauto, there's a lot less of them. But, you don't uh, see them very often. No. A friend of mine has a membership, so he used it a couple times. But, um, yeah, they're tough to find. But they're still around. So when you get in with that friend, he's like, you drive, I'll reset all the presets. Yep. He now knows <laughs> it'll do it every time. And then he, he starts doing it himself now because he knows it's going to happen. I'm like, good, thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks to that guy for switching back to us. Yes. For getting in his wife's vehicle. Totally. Yep. Thank and you. thank you to Shane Holmes for making this possible. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. If you're new to the podcast, basically what you would normally pay for in a custom home, like where you're changing the floor plan and you're making the house very bespoke, Shane Holmes can do that for you without like crazy custom home prices. Yeah. You can move walls and change the sizes of rooms and add certain features. You can change your presets and everywhere. Sure you can. That's the changing (laughs) your presets of the home world. It sure is. (laughs) Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw something yesterday and I would like to advocate for it making a comeback if I could. Yeah. The belly button ring. Okay, because I mentioned recently that I think I want to maybe get one, remember? Yeah, do it. As a 35-year-old, I was like, <laughs> I kind of want to get one now. There was a girl at the gym who had a belly button ring, oh, and yeah. it stirred something in me. Mm. It was like, oh. Brought back memories of I your told, adolescence. Yes, right. I told yeah. McKenna. I was like, huh, the belly button ring, hey? Mm-hmm. And uh, she said she thinks it's trashy, even though she had her belly button pierced, as did it seems most Everyone. women her age. Well, it's know? funny because when I was younger, my two friends went and got their belly buttons pierced, but I was allergic to metal ah. at the time. So I didn't want to, f- yeah, I was afraid of getting an infection in my belly button, right? Which I, that would be hor- super gross, horrible. So that I didn't do it. the sexiness of the belly totally. button if it's badly infected. But now I can handle, like I'm not anymore. So I could totally get one. And so I would love to, I think I, it's a nice way to spruce up the nasty belly button. Belly buttons are not, not attractive. Pretty. No. So yeah, if you can do something with that. Yeah. Pretty it up a great. little. Jewel it. Bedazzle your belly button. I was like, McKenna, you're like, we're frowning on this now. You had your belly button pierced. Mm, yeah. Bring it on back. Let's do it. I came of age during peak pierced belly button. Yep. You know? Well, there was and like the jewels and then there was the chain one that attached dangly to you. Ones? make all Heavens kinds of holy. I've shared with you before my theory that I think whatever you find hot at the time you sort of come of age. Yes. It's tough to ever like undo that hard wiring. You know, it's for the uh, same... There's a couple that I can think of, like when the whole Playboy bunny sticker, when you got a tan thing, so you'd have the outline of the Playboy bunny on you. That I no longer find. Uh, I wouldn't do that now. You probably wouldn't do it now, but I'm telling you, if I saw it, I might might be like, huh, what's that? Even if I know it's trashy, you don't have a choice over what you're attracted to. No, it's true. You know, and that was the belly button for me. If it tickles your pee-pee, it tickles your pee-pee, okay? (laughs) Well, that was tickling my pee-pee. Oh, God. I was like, let's... uh, I don't want to get... Actually, you know what? That's a weird visual. Let's bring that on back. You know, I'm not a big piercing guy either. Like, that's the only piercing that really does it for me. Interesting. Eyebrow, I was never into in the 90s. The tongue piercing doesn't really... I want to do it all. Maybe I'll just get my whole face pierced. They're going to sit in front of me and I'll have just piercings everywhere. That's fine if that's what you want to do. All the different, like, variations of nose piercings there are now. I'm just like, I can take or leave. Well, I had that weird zit that was where... What do you call them? Madonna piercing. The Monroe. The Monroe, that one. I had a I had a zit there and I looked at it and I was like, actually, that looks kind of nice. Maybe I should get that permanent. You sampled I sampled out the Monroe <laughs> piercing with like, a zit. You just need to test it out with zits and then you can tell if it looks get a zit on your belly button and be like, oh, that looks nice. Well. <laughs> 
belly button zits are those a thing? Nipples? Ah, uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe it depends on, on the. Well, no, we're not <laughs> talking about zits anymore. We're talking about piercings. Just to test it out. See, oh, that looks nice. You're talking about zits. <laughs> I'm talking about piercings. But the belly button, bring it on back. They, Why all this other stuff the from Prince the 90s? Albert, the Packer piercing. Well, that, <laughs> what do you think about that? Huh? Not for me. No? That's not for me. It's you? Also hilarious that where my boyfriend lives is named after the Packer piercing. I know it's not, but they're the same name. <laughs> Out Prince there in Albert. all wiener piercing Saskatchewan? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wiener ring Saskatchewan. Ah, yep. Yeah, you got a wiener ring the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I learned about this new app yesterday called Raya or Raya. Have you heard of this? I have not. Okay. So a friend is on it and I guess it's based on your social media presence. So it's essentially a dating app for influencers from what I gather. Oh, yuck. I, I know. <laughs> so yuck. <laughs> she was telling me about this. So you have to submit an application and then they have to, of course, review you to, to see if you're worthy and they look at your stats. They will like, look at your social media stuff. What's your, how many followers? What's your engagement rate? Yeah. Look at your dumper and see if it's, you know, got enough <laughs> followers and go on from there. And wow. I was like, oh my lordy, this is that what is, we're at now. That sounds just awful. That sounds like an app filled with just. Holy. Landmines I everywhere. <laughs> I guess you can get referred to like, like friends can refer you as well. So if your friends in, then they can, you know, account for you too. And that will help. Maybe you have a little less followers, but you've got a reference from a friend, that kind of thing. You know what? Maybe it's not a bad idea though. Maybe it's like if you're super, super self-absorbed. Yes. You can go on this app and find someone who is also, it's like, hey, so just so we're in agreement, like we're both going to be buried in our phones yeah. constantly. Like That's this, kind this of relationship is a sham. What I thought of, right? It would be like a, almost like a fake relationship. Yeah. You know what you're getting into. It's like, you're, can you film this for me? And then I'll film it for you and we'll go back and forth this way. Okay. It would be a lot of being seen. Right. A lot right? of being seen. Yeah. You're going and out there not to actually have a good time, just to be seen having for a sure. good time. And then you could take a look at your, you know, your followers, mm -hmm. your audience. How much overlap is there? Yes. Will this relationship be beneficial? Can we grow our accounts by, yep. by entering into a relationship? There's a clout calculator now where that's it's kind of that, you're looking for. Right? Yeah. That's what it is, where it, it balances <laughs> you out and shows you if you're going to work together or not. Yeah. Well, oh, you know, the man. cloud calculator says that we could grow our social media presence by 32% if we entered into a relationship. So The compatibility of our clout isn't strong. <laughs> Holy <laughs> man. Beckler and Shauna podcast. Beckler, I'm pretty excited. Uh, it looks like my old neighbor moved out. The Jeffrey Dahmer one. Remember me telling you about oh, him? Oh, yes. Yeah, he had the rose-colored glasses and, like, didn't know how to speak, and it was terrifying. The guy who gave you a... Unsettling vibes. The heebie cheebies. <laughs> and then he disappeared for a while, and I was like, and there was a weird smell coming from his place. And I'm like, did he die or did he kill someone? I don't I don't know. Anyway, he's gone now. And there's a new person who has moved in. And I know this because there was this weird thing that was left in the door for a long time. So he was gone. And then now there is somebody who is like moving stuff in. But I walked down the hallway and all I could smell is this overwhelming scent of dart. Do you have another Terry neighbor? I think I might have another Terry oh, neighbor. Oh, that is tremendous news. And I was so excited when I smelled that. Like, right from the <laughs> elevator, I followed my nose right to this guy's apartment right next door. Or girls, sorry, I don't know. And I sniffed, and I was like, oh, man, this is a strong, strong dart scent. Is your building smoking? It's smoke-free. 
This is the worst part is I was thinking about this and I was like, okay, all I can imagine because Terry would never willingly go into a smoke free building. And it's not only just like the common areas. You're not even allowed to smoke on the balconies. Oh, of it's our one building. of those. It's yeah. fully smoke free. Yep. You stay away from the entrances and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Terry would not willingly come into this building, but there's a lot of short term rentals. And what I'm thinking is it might be a work thing. Work may have oh, set him okay. up in this yeah. building and he probably arrived there and started crying because he was <laughs> like, there's no way that I want to deal with this. But on the other hand, it was so strongly of Dart that I was like, first of all, he's probably going to break the rules and smoke on the balcony anyway. Yeah, what are they going to do? Kick him out? Right. Short term rental. That's just it. And it was so strong that I was like, I wouldn't be shocked if he's smoking inside. You what floor know. are you on? 31st. Yeah, that's a lot of floors for Terry to go every time he's... Oh, yeah. Every time he's nicking, every time he needs one. No way in hell is he going to do 31 floors. Like, mm-hmm. by the time the elevator got, to, he'd be ready to go back down. Seriously. <laughs> he might as well just live in the parkade at that point, right? Right close to the entrance. I spent most of my days near this big exhaust fan in the parkade. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I drove past one of our favorite businesses yesterday, Beckler. Uh, Frilly Lily. Remind me about Frilly Lily. Now for the okay, I was going to say I need we need to bring this back because it was hilarious. So Frilly Lily is the waxing business. Um, they specialize in ladies' bikini waxes, and they have the different. So there's the Brazilian, uh, which is nothing's left. Then they have the Hawaiian, which is a little oh, more. Oh right. The Canadian. So this is the way they. <laughs> the Alaskan was the this? Alaskan yeah, okay, is I the end this. one, which uh, it says stay warm this winter, just a little off the sides. <laughs> That's what the Alaskan is. So I love this place for that. Um, but I. <laughs> Walked past it yesterday, and it was absolutely packed. Like, really? Super. The, the the parking lot was busy. The lobby of the place was busy. I was just like, what is going on here? So apparently, uh, a lot of Calgarians have decided that their New Year's resolution is keeping their undergrowth a little more under control. What well, why noticed, not, okay? hey? Honestly. Fresh calendar year? No, that's it. New year, new fresh mm-hmm. vagini. You know, that's... <laughs> That's what we're all deciding on. Fresh vagina for the new year. <laughs> new year, bedazzle up your shoe mitt. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. A nice smooth sin cave. Honestly, the, that's what's happening apparently. For the new year. I, I was shocked about that. I didn't ever think that that would be a thing that you'd turn the calendar and sure. everybody's discussing their New Year's resolutions. And I'm like, well, I'm going to spruce up my doodle dungeon here. Yeah, you want to put your best, your best foot forward for the... <laughs> Your, your best f- clean up the old English muffin there. Yeah, yeah. Clean up Cupid's tackle box and make and sure that it's good to go. Get the life tunnel all smoothed up for the. That's it. Keeping your deviled egg all quaffed through. <laughs> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9. Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.